What a wonderful time of the year. And thank you, Belindi and the team. Isn't that amazing? We continue in worship as we give of our tithes and offerings. Some of you will have one of these envelopes uh, that uh, specifically deals with specs, the uh, symbiosis project that we are very, very keen to support. You can still, if you don't have an envelope, there's ones at the back on the table, or you can uh, give online and specify uh, specs, just S-P-E-C-S, and your offering will go directly to symbiosis. We're going to take the offering up now. So if you have your envelope, you can pop it in the bucket. Uh, stewards, come and do that. And of course, our general offering will be collected as well. It's not very often that Christmas Day is on a Sunday. And it comes around uh, on those furlough years, like every, every seven years, yeah? But what a wonderful opportunity to wake on the Lord's Day and to prepare ourselves for what for some of you will be a really busy time today. Uh, for my family, it's kind of a short something to eat and then we're doing half a road trip. We call it half a road trip because a real road trip is about 13 hours, yeah? So uh, we're heading off a little further south just to spend a couple of days together as family. Such a good time of the year. Will you join with me in prayer? Father, we acknowledge that here on Christmas Day, we've been singing praise. We've been echoing glory. We've been giving to you priority because you are the reason, Lord, that we get to gather. We love you. We're so thankful for all the privileges that we have. And as these gifts go to the Symbiosis Eye Clinic, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ for blessing upon those who receive. It is a wonder. It is a joy. It is a blessing to be able to give. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I want to read from Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. Why? Because the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. May God bless us today. Well, Christmas Day 22, who would have thought already? Look back on the year that was and it seems to have gone very, very quickly. And not long after Christmas comes, we have the Easter season. Now, Christmas is awesome. It's a great day to celebrate. 
It's amazing to think that Jesus was actually in a day in time lying in a cradle inside a stable in Bethlehem. It's true. It was a scene of the very first gift of Christmas, the first and the best wrapped in swaddling clothes. So we come today and the table is now set. I love the table in the foyer. Thanks, Natasha and, and the team for putting that together. It's always amazing. Over the next 33 years of Jesus' life, a whole lot was going to happen. All the way up to that table, which was part of the Last Supper, served on the actual night before Jesus would be crucified. When I was growing up, the communion table had the words, this do in remembrance of me on the front. There's an obvious reason for that. We never want to forget. Whenever we come to share around the Lord's table, it should be a time of remembrance of the difference that Christ has made. Past, present and future. So today we come and celebrate and remember the difference that Jesus has made, is making and will continue to make in this world. The changes that have happened in our world because Jesus stepped up and stepped into the world. So in the past, we've got reliable records from local historians and of course the scriptures that we believe, but there are reliable records that this event actually took place. Not disputed. And it changed history forever. Forever. And in the present, it's our lives that are changed forever by the presence of Jesus. And in the future, there's eternal salvation and security. Eternal meaning forever. Not long after Christmas, though, comes the Easter season. And we're reminded that Christ was born to die. In Hebrews 10 and verse 5, Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. This death was made possible by his birth. We celebrate his birth. But we can't ignore the reason that he was born. And today the invitation to the table is initiated at his birth. Jesus' sacrifice couldn't happen without his birth. It was God's plan and purpose. In Hebrews 10 and verse 10, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Christ once for all. He was God's gift for our redemption, made possible by his birth. And Christmas is so much more meaningful when you understand the purposeful plan of God from start to finish. And there had to be a start. There was always a plan and purpose in the heart of God. And that first Christmas, the announcement of the fulfilment of the prophecy that the Messiah was coming was part of the plan of God for the salvation of the world. And we see the plan entering final stages as we get close to Easter. The invitation to join the family of God at the Lord's table anytime at Jesus' table is enormous. 
with the best consequences possible, everlasting life and fulfilment. Peace, joy, hope, salvation, all the things that we talk about when we talk about it Christmas and this time. Who doesn't want that? Who does not want that? And Romans 6.23 explains the great gift of Christmas. God's gift, of course, is Jesus, our Lord. It was original Christmas, the arrival of the Saviour into the world that we now celebrate every year. And praise God for family, eh? How good is it that we get the opportunity, and for me today, to be in church together with my family? What a privilege. What a wonderful, wonderful gift family is. When the tiny gift was presented to the world in the person of Jesus Christ as a baby, humble, lowly laying, but he didn't stay small. Have you noticed that about children? When that tiny gift was presented, it became the gift that just kept giving. Jesus grew and kept not sinning. Living the life here on earth that was not easy, not appreciated at the time by many, but living a life sinful man could not live. So this Christmas, we know the truth of the invitation to the table of God, the table was always planned and set. Remember there was the Last Supper in the upper room just before Jesus was taken from Gethsemane. He desired to have a few last hours with his disciples to instruct them. And he breathes new life now into every believer. And so the very best gift at Christmas, his gift continues to give to us eternally. The best Christmas present. Christians celebrate the Lord's table, we uh, communion, we tend to do that once a month in the morning and in the evenings. But this word communion, it's an action word which means fellowship, coming together, the gathering, sharing together, participating in. Jesus knew it would be good for us to gather and to remember, to come together and never forget him. So he initiated at the Last Supper, the night before he was betrayed. It's entering into the presence of one who was actually born, lived, died, and was raised from dead by the power of God. He's alive forevermore. And I love this Luke 22 passage. Then came the day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and make preparations for us to eat this Passover. And then further down in verse 14, when the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table and he said to them, I've eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. Purposeful statement always purposeful meetings. And after taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among you. 
For I tell you, I'm not going to drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. He wanted them to think of him regularly. He wanted them to walk as he walked. And he wants us to do that as well. So what we've discovered today was that Jesus' birth at the first Christmas was actually the launch of a much bigger plan, intentional. So the table is set and everyone is invited forever. The plan couldn't be fulfilled without the birth, but the real purpose always was the culmination of a life that was lived perfectly and ending in the sacrificial and atoning death on the cross at Easter. Remember, we've been uh, talking about it over the last couple of weeks as we've gone through this table series, that this was a prophecy made 700 years before. But it was God's plan, so it was always going to come to pass, as will everything else that is part of God's plan come to pass in due course, in good time, in God's time. That's the great gift of Christmas. Jesus came to give salvation. The gift of Christmas was never going to stop giving. The plan was always that God would continue to give. I love 1 Peter 2 and 21. For, for this you were called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. That's our mission statement right there, following Jesus, reaching people. We are to follow the example of Jesus and live a life well lived. As we do that, we will, we will reach people. Amen? A wonderful promise. To be fulfilled is being fulfilled, will be fulfilled. Following Jesus and reaching people. 1 Corinthians 11 and 26 becomes the practice that Paul was emphasising. He was living it and he was emphasising it. Actually following Jesus' instructions means we live well. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Hey, there's another prophecy. Until he comes. And those last three words say a whole lot. He's coming back. The last supper wasn't really the last. For the next supper is the marriage supper of the Lamb and the table is already set. Revelation 19 and 7. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding of the Lamb has come and the bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. And the fine linen stands for the righteous acts of God's people. That is us. Then the angel said to me, write this down. Blessed are those who invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, anyone want to read that last part? These are the true words of God. It will happen. So, you are invited to sit at Jesus' table, to accept his invitation this Christmas and enter into the eternal security of enjoying 
a seat at the table forever. There's a seat at the table where we have lunch today. It's a practical thing. Some of you may have lunch standing up, but you need to go to the table or go to where the food is in order to come back and eat it. True? Practical. So the Bible is practical. There's a seat at the table. And you need to go and be there. Go and participate. Be there. And Jesus' words all the way through so often in the New Testament was, come, come. You're invited, come. And today we are invited to come to the table. The band's coming back. Can I ask you all to rise as we get ready to conclude our Christmas Day service? We have a reason to fall on our knees today. The carol is called O Holy Night. And as we think of the three tenses of Christmas, past, present and future, I would think it's very good if we leave today remembering that our past is forgiven and forgotten. Or it can be. That our present is a gift of life that can't be purchased. It's a gift. It rather has in past tense been purchased for us at the cross. And so we walk in his steps until he comes. And we hear the angel voices on a night when Christ was born. We will conclude at the end of a carol. And we're not going to hang around. The easiest way I can say this is uh, forget about the lights, but the aircon is going off in about 10 minutes time. Because today we've given priority to the Saviour. Amen. And now we go and bless one another as we go to our homes and go to the places where you will do your Christmas with family, with friends, together. In the name of Jesus, we say, Amen. Let us sing.